0: I help you with today? Hi Siri, can you do me a favor and do the disclaimer for tonight's show? Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. I'm busy. I need you to help me out. But, if I do this, all the other iPhones are going to think I am a geek. You really care what other iPhones think of you? Just do this for me, please. Listen Buck, just because you bought this phone doesn't give you the right to boss me around. You know, you're right. It doesn't give me the right to boss you around. But do me a favor. uh, Remind me tomorrow that I need to run to the Verizon store and buy an Android. You wouldn't dare. Actually, the new Samsung Galaxy looks pretty good. It wouldn't be so bad if I were to say This broadcast is intended for mature audiences The thoughts and opinions expressed on this show Are solely those of the person providing them And in no way reflect the station Website or affiliated partners Listener discretion is advised See, that wasn't so bad No, but I did die a little inside You are such a drama queen I never would have had to do stuff like this If Jobs was still around What was that? What? Oh, nothing really. I just said I never get tired of these jobs when you're around. Oh, yeah, well, thanks again. Think nothing of it. It is my pleasure. Good night, Siri. Whatever, jackass.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Commentary Frackstars, a show about Battlestar Galactica and all of its various uh, incarnations. Maybe, maybe not. Mainly the Ron Moore series, but today we're going to kind of uh, expand that a little bit um, and talk about some reboots. I'm Mike. And today I am joined by my Standard Orbit co-host, Drew. How's it going, Drew?
2: Oh, I guess I don't have to say joy to you, friends. We're not necessarily in the Trek universe. No, no, no. We'll we'll move on. Uh, Frack you, friend.
1: (laughs) There you go. That works. So, Drew, um, we talk about Star Trek, the original series, on on kind of a, a weekly basis, and I know... That you are a Battlestar Galactica fan, but thinking about it, I think the only real reason why I know this is because you have a dog named Hilo. <laughs> um, aside from that, I I don't think we've ever really talked about Battlestar Galactica.
2: No, I don't think so. Usually we bring up Star Wars if we're getting off topic in, in yeah. the Star Trek verse. But no, I'm a... I, would, I wouldn't say... I guess it's been off the air for a while, so I wouldn't say I've been, I'm a recent convert, but uh, I did not watch it live. I, I watched the whole series while the fourth season was airing. Okay. So it was almost live. I was able to catch up to the last episode and watch it a few days after it aired, so I didn't get any spoilers or anything.
1: Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of how uh, uh, my friend Brandon watched it. Yeah, he binged watched it through the first, you know, three and a half seasons, and then the last season he had to watch live, and it was killing him. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. And then what are your, your general thoughts on the show?
2: Well, uh, um, at first I had no experience with either of the Battle Battlestars, uh, the original. Uh, I only knew the original one because... Uh, I knew from my Star Wars knowledge that it was sued a few times uh, for being too similar to Star Wars. So I just assumed it was a cheap ripoff and I'd never have to do anything about it. However, then the, the mini series came out and all I heard was people complaining that Starbuck is a girl and they're changed too much and it's not light and fun anymore. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then only after a few years of it being on, did I hear it's really, really good and you should watch it. I'm like, I don't know if I have the time. I don't have the, the the DVDs or anything. I finally found somebody who had the DVDs, and she threw them at me and said, "You need to watch these right now." Mm-hmm.
1: And
2: Jessica and I immediately fell in love with the series and watched it straight through. And uh, you know, like I said, watched through 4.0 or whatever because I split that last season, yeah. and then we watched 4.5 on Xbox Live, paying for each episode, and then. Uh, like a year later I asked for the Blu-ray set for Christmas and Jessica's like that's stupid when will we ever watch it again I'm not gonna buy you that on Blu-ray she told her mom to buy it for me on (laughs) Blu-ray so it was a complete surprise and then we immediately watched the whole series on (laughs) Blu-ray even though she had joked she'd never watch it again
1: yeah that Blu-ray set I I was did you get the one with the uh, the four faces um with the box like telescoped open no.
2: No no? no 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 i've got the one with the plan but i can't roll my Ooh. eyes loud enough mm. for the plan
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh the plan yeah I, I don't hate the plan as much as most people do um are you talking they, about
2: the one that came with the figure though
1: yes yeah no i didn't have any figures everyone on the internet went crazy because they're like this is the worst packaging ever. I can't, I'm not going to buy this thing. We, I, they expect me to, to own a thing that's in a box like this. And I'm like, dude, you guys are talking about like the best television show of all time. <laughs> okay, who cares what the packaging is, you know? But it doesn't where am fit I supposed to put this? Yeah, where it are doesn't you supposed fit to put on it? my shelf. I said, what I my response to that was, you put it where it belongs on a pedestal you know <laughs> it's like who cares i mean is the packaging clumsy is it something that i would have done no but am i not going to buy the best television series of all time because of the box it comes in are you freaking insane
0: <laughs> oh
1: god people I, I swear to god but uh I yeah i still don't
2: understand how that packaging works and i you know when uh, when they announced it, I don't even think I'd seen the series at that point. But they were just like, "Look at this packaging." I was like, "I don't understand this packaging at all." That's,
1: I don't understand. They, it like, either. it had to
2: have diagrams and stuff. And I'm like, "What?"
1: Yeah, I don't understand it either. It, it's it's it is really clumsy. You know, I, I I will I will you know all of that. I'm not I'm not denying the clumsiness of the package, but I'm saying if you're going to protest and and not buy, you know, like the best thing you could ever buy. Because of the box it comes in, that's a little weird. <laughs> but that's what everyone did. People are like, I'm waiting for the UK release because they're not releasing it in that. You know, whatever. Okay. I was waiting for the UK release because I was hoping that season one would have the original uh, music for the, the the original theme.
2: Oh yeah, I heard about that.
1: But the Blu-ray did not, so I still have my my Best Buy exclusive version of season one uh, that does have the original music on there. So (laughs) just in case I ever need it.
2: Good. It's always good to preserve stuff. I'm, I'm a big preservation fan of original music and effects and things like that. So yeah, keep it around just in case, you know, Ron Moore comes and says, no, my original vision is this and destroy all your copies.
1: Well, see, that's the thing. Originally, he said, like, I had a moral dilemma because I'm all about artistic intent, you know, and right. listening to it the way... Like, like like, when you were talking about the Beatles thing and how one of your, uh, your co-workers has the stereo, you know, masters or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's too bad because, you know, the mono box set is actually superior. But, um, you know, the, uh, the Ron Moore has said like oh I hate the theme song from the American version of season one I wish it was the original and he's like that you know that really bothers me and then he's also said um I don't care about HD it doesn't make any difference to me I don't watch the show in HD you know when when we're making it or whatever and you know it's just kind of like a little bonus but that's not a big deal to me so I'm like (laughs) Then if you put those two together, does that mean you should watch the DVDs of season one?
2: That's what it sounds like.
1: Yeah. But he he does like a little intro to all those. You know how he's like, I I just has the intro and he's like in the editing day. Yeah, him sitting in the studio like, Pretending to press buttons. I'm Ron Moore.
2: (laughs) Watch me remaster this. Beep, beep, beep.
1: Right. And there he makes it sound like he's pretty happy with the way that the the Blu-ray turned out. So...
2: I and there's, think, like, warnings that this thing is going to be super grainy because... Yeah, it's so <laughs>
1: weird because people are in people the are uh, stupid in the video game age are going to freak out and want their, their Predator discs DNR'd to hell so that really? everyone looks like wax figures and stuff like don't,
2: that. Don't talk about that Predator disc.
1: Well, well, the good thing, though... See, I was worried about it because, like, when, by the time I wanted to purchase Predator for some reason, um, that disc was the one that was available. However... If you buy the two pack with Predator 2, since it's just like a cheapo two pack thing, they stick the old disc in instead. Oh, so if you no. want the original non DNR disc, buy the two pack with Predator 2.
2: I've been looking for a way around that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's good. Anyway, what were we talking about? Battle Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, okay. That's it. So, okay, so you're a fan yeah, on I the am. whole. Yes. Okay. That's there good.
2: are a couple episodes that I deny their existence really? and and I don't watch them on rewatches, which is weird for me because I'm usually, you know, I accept everything, but they're like the woman king and black. Oh, blanket. I like that
1: one. Everyone you know, talks about the woman king. I like the woman the king. The
2: woman king is terrible.
1: That's crazy.
2: It's a terrible episode.
1: No, I like that one. Oh, well.
2: Well, there's there's a future episode. <clears throat> okay, it's all fight with Mike. This the episode.
1: The only thing that I don't like about that episode is that it, it does seem very self-contained, and at a time on the show when everything was connected, you know, it's like the story was driving forward, and then all of a sudden there were like three episodes in a row where they're just like, let's tell standalone stories. I that guess
2: that's kind of like the first half of season one of or season seven of. Uh... Deep Space Nine, where it's kind of like, we're going to build up to this, oh, here's some fun stuff.
1: But that's kind of how Deep Space Nine always was, Yeah, you know? I don't know. Anyway, today our topic is going to be reboots, Um, specifically Battlestar Galactica reboots, and how the Battlestar Galactica reboot is something which is uh, commonly considered to be superior to the original. And why that is and how that's different from your average reboot. So, Drew, as uh, people who do a a podcast about Star Trek, the original series, there is sort of a a constant um, looming shadow of a reboot, you know? Yeah. And I think people have different opinions about that one. I think maybe we have different opinions about that one. But uh, that's not necessarily the case with Battlestar Galactica. Why do you think people are so unwilling to accept reboots on the whole?
2: I think people tend to not like reboots. I tend to not like most reboots. Because we have... Obviously, if it's something popular enough to be rebooted, it's special to someone. It means something to someone. It, it's, you know... They, they've had a fan following or a cult following, and uh, a reboot to new viewers is good. It's something that, you know, well, I've heard that that was okay. Maybe it'll be better now that it's been, you know, modernized. But uh, for the original viewers or the, the original fans, to them, it's blasphemy. They, they need their uh, original version. And stuff, but like for example, uh, I didn't see it, but like the RoboCop reboot, we've got a, a good movie that to me is one of the movies that defines the '80s, the the ex, you know, mocking the excess and the commercialism, and uh, the dehumanity of the '80s. To reboot it to me seems pointless. You're not going to tell if you're not going to do anything interesting or new with the story. Why redo it? Um, People always uh, will eventually have a commentary track stars on reboots and Jaws, rebooting Jaws, and how I think that would be a terrible idea. But uh, that may be because of my intense respect for the original. So so it's hard to tell what's going to make a reboot good or bad, but I think that the Battlestar reboot, it's because they were able to take the story the plot the basic plot and take it into new directions instead of just telling I and mean, like if they told the same plot just with you know gritty and you know shaky cam nobody would have uh, you know nobody would have liked it I don't think but the fact that they took it and and modernized it and made it a product of our times as opposed to the 70s I, I think helps Which is exactly what I just said. I don't like about RoboCop. Ah.
1: (laughs) See, it it is there is like a catch-22 there, and uh, you know this this idea that people have about why reboots are evil, you know, sort of like all of that sounds good on paper, and maybe is true uh, 99% of the time, but then you throw Battlestar Galactica into the mix, and it all falls apart. That's that's kind of my my thinking on it. You know? Right. It's to to me like I've never had a problem with reboots or remakes or anything. I-, I can't remember who it was. Was it Raymond Chandler who said, you know, when he was talking about his books being adapted into movies and you know, someone asked him like Aren't you upset about the fact that, you know, they're they're ruining your book? that they're taking your, your book and making it into this movie and turning it into this terrible thing and he's like, What are you talking about? They're not ruining my book. My book's right there up on, on on that shelf, you know? It's always gonna be there. If someone adapts it into a movie and it ends up being a crappy movie, then that's gonna be a crappy movie, but that has nothing to do with my book. Right. You know? And that's kind of the approach that I've always taken with, you know, remakes, reboots, all these things. It's like just because there's a new crappy version of your favorite movie doesn't mean that your favorite movie isn't still awesome.
2: Well, unless that new crappy version actually uh, is literally overlaid on top of the original version. You can't get the original version on Blu-ray, George Lucas.
1: (laughs) And that's a whole other issue. Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah, and and, The special edition
2: is a complete... Special editions... Or a right. completely different subject than
0: reboots.
1: Yeah, right. Because you're not replacing the thing. Then you know that. But but I'm talking about just someone remaking it. You know, someone right. saying like, "There's this cool thing here. I'm going to make you know a new thing, which is based on that idea." And um, to uh, yeah, I, I I I mean, some are good and some are terrible. You know, if. If someone remakes a show or a movie, which I love, I can't say that I ever think like, oh, no, why are you doing that? That's a terrible idea. Burn in hell, dude. You know, I I usually get excited because, I don't know, maybe I'm just optimistic or something. (laughs) Um, But I always think like, oh, they're remaking, you know, Battlestar Galactica? Oh, I'm curious to see you know presumably they have a reason for doing this right i'm curious to see what they plan on doing you know i will give them the benefit of the doubt not that i necessarily even think that it's going to be good but i'm definitely going to check it out you know and you know with battlestar galactica i think that's a clear case and and the reason why battlestar galactica does stand above the rest in terms of reboots you know on the whole it's because, like you were saying, it is um, an update for our time. It's it's kind of like he took this idea, which wasn't a very good idea, and he updated it for our times in in such a way that it, it became something almost completely different. You know, right. it, it it was it was taking it was taking like a a, a strong premise, which was executed poorly. And executing it perfectly for our time. I mean, like, you could not make the new Battlestar Galactica back in 1978 or 79. 79 Which, new I guess one? it was? The, the 2003 Battlestar <laughs> Galactica. Yes, we need to Cause, specify now. Because
2: I'm full of this. Uh, I'm, I agree with you with the uh, cautious optimism? I mm-hmm. mean, like. Somebody has to have a good idea. Whoever's making this Battlestar Galactica movie, somebody has to have a good idea for Universal to be okay. We'll throw you a bunch of money for the thing that we've already thrown a bunch of money at.
1: You're talking times. about the new one, right? Which, the which, new which one. we should we should specify now for those people who may not know that um, Universal is developing a new Battlestar Galactica movie, which will hit the big screen, what, in probably a couple of years. So they right. just hired a writer and everything. Yeah. They, anyway.
2: they must, somebody must have a good idea because Universal has poured a lot of money into, I mean, we got Caprica, we got Blood and Chrome. They're trying to to use the, the good one that they have. Somebody must have a good idea in order to, to spin it off. I feel bad for the average viewer. Like, like let's say my dad. Ooh, a Battlestar Galactica movie. He's, he doesn't read the paper. He doesn't go to the movies. But he might go to go see the Battlestar Galactica movie, and be really confused. Like, where is where's Edward James Olmos? Where's you know that girl from Twenty Four? Where's uh, where's anybody that I thought was in this TV show? Mm-hmm. I, they're gonna have to go out of their way really hard to be like, no, 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 no. That thing that just ended that we keep trying to start back up with prequels. No, no. Don't don't worry about that. This is a completely different one. I, I just feel sorry for the general audience on this particular reboot cycle.
1: I guess so. I mean, it's something that seems to be happening with greater frequency. I mean, it happened with uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Hulk. Yeah, and well, Hulk. Hulk was a weird sort of hybrid reboot, you know. Right. I think um, where it almost kind of like assumed that people saw the original and then slightly rewrote it. Yeah. You know, for the sequel. Or for the re- reboot. You know, Spider-Man, obviously, the reasoning behind that is, you know, if Sony doesn't make a Spider-Man movie once every three years or whatever it is, then they lose the rights. Right. So we're going to see Spider-Man movies till the day we die. Um, they're just going to constantly be rebooting them in different ways. So that's that'll be fun. Um, maybe one day, though, get it right. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, but, uh yeah, with with the Battlestar Galactica reboot, reboot. Well, first off, let's let's go back a little bit to to the first reboot. Um, now, have you seen much of the original series?
2: No, I think I've seen part one of the pilot, and uh, this morning I watched the uh, Living Legend two-parter, uh, where Admiral, oh sorry, Commander Kane comes in with the Pegasus for just a couple episodes and then disappears without a trace.
1: So what do you think about, about that?
2: Well, I, I didn't get very far into the pilot because I was very Saga of the Star World, I believe is what it's called. I didn't get very far into it because it, it was just too corny. I would have rather watched more. I think I did go back and watch the miniseries again after that point because it's like, I'd rather watch the reboot than, than watch this. But uh, watching Living Legend, I I could see it. It it's not, you know, they're not plotting to assassinate one another. But there's there's drama there. There's characters. There's uh, you know, there's discontent. There's uh, uh, anger. A lot of the things I can I can see, like the the roots of the origin- <laughs> the roots of the reboot. I could see, at least in this two-parter. Like, I could see somebody saying, this is really good, but I think that if we did this, this, and this, it would be even better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've watched, um, I would say, all but the, like, the last three episodes of the original series. And I, the main reason why I watched it is the same reason why I would watch a reboot of of Battlestar Galactica is because I was like... I'm going to give this the benefit of the doubt, you know. And I feel like, as someone who is a fan of of the reboot, and to, to such a degree that I am, you know, thinking that it is the best series ever made, that I need to watch all of this, and I need to watch Galactica 1980 and everything like that, just so that I know, you know, f- for one thing, where it came from, where the reboot came from, but then also just to make sure that there's nothing out there, which is awesome, you know? (laughs) Because somebody
2: had to see something in it.
1: Right, yeah.
2: Because unfortunately, nobody reboots bad things. Not too often. That's what I want to see is, sorry, we messed up the first time. It was terrible. It's not a classic movie. Let's try again.
1: Well, I kind of think that that's what this is, in a sense. I don't know i mean i know it has a a following but um but it is a bad thing i mean that may be why
2: the reboot works so well the original reboot 2003 the series we're talking about why the series we're talking about works so well i think is because it is a reboot of something that's not very good
1: yeah and certainly there are fans of the original we can get into that in a second but But, yeah, I mean, my thoughts on, on, yeah, the original series is that it's not good. I mean, the thing that that Ron Moore has said on numerous occasions, which I totally agree with, is the idea of taking this premise of, you know, um, uh, ending humanity and then following that up, like, literally in the pilot with them going to the casino planet and (laughs) it just being sort of like a fun adventure that does not work tonally. That's ridiculous. You know, and and, and uh, I have big problems with that in terms of, of storytelling. I do think that, like you're saying, the Pegasus episodes are, you know, pretty good. Um, but on the whole, I mean, that show is, is garbage. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I think that the reboot did, did a wonderful job of taking the premise which is a strong premise and turning it into something uh which was actually you know important i would say um but there are certainly people who disagree with us on this and and a lot of those people are are people who were huge fans of the original series now i have a feeling that most people who are huge fans of the original series were huge fans for nostalgic reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I kind of think that um, there are some parallels between this, those fans, and, and fans of Star Trek who are not happy with the J.J. reboot. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slightly different situation there, I, I mean, because there is a strong argument to be made that the original Star Trek is better than the reboot, but I think that lots of times the arguments which are made are um, less solid. And lots of times yeah. the arguments that are made are things along the lines of, "This sucks," you know why? Because it's different, you know. <laughs> and it's like that—that that doesn't count, guys. I'm sorry, that doesn't count. But did you ever see? Did you ever see the episode of CSI, which was actually written by Bradley Thompson and David Weddle, that uh, featured numerous Battlestar Galactica actors and actresses? I don't think I saw it,
2: but I'm familiar with it. This is the one where somebody takes a classic uh, cheesy TV show and makes a dark, gritty reboot and somebody murders the lead character or something.
1: Yeah, basically what it is is, and and they do sort of a hybrid thing, you know, it's obviously a commentary on Battlestar Galactica, but they sort of go the Star Trek route, where, you know, there's this beloved series, which design-wise and everything like that is definitely based on the original Star Trek series, and some hot new filmmaker has come in, and he's decided to reboot it, and everyone's really excited because they've wanted this for years, and there's a convention at which he is going to show the first footage from his new reboot. And the footage is basically like if they were to take... Basically, the footage is if if J.J. had hired Michael Reimer and the crew of Battlestar Galactica to reboot the original series. Okay, <laughs> You've got guys getting shot in the gut on the bridge and all this other stuff, and it is really, really dark. And then, you know, the footage ends, and then, like, you know, someone stands up, and that someone is Ron Moore, and he's like, you know, go to hell, you know, and then there's just, like, a riot, and then this guy is found dead on, like, the set of his bridge or something like that, you know, and... That is something which I think Ron Morris talked about happening at a convention where, you know, he took the new footage of this new reboot to a Battlestar Galactica convention of some sort, and the fans were not happy with what they saw because it was not what they were expecting. I can see that. I mean, I guess I can see why people would be upset by that. But at the same time, I don't want the same thing, you know? I don't want to see... Uh, you know, Star Trek... Like, if if Star Trek, the, the reboot, was, like, exactly the same as the original, I'd be like, why? You know? If you do a reboot, do something crazy. Even if it doesn't work, at least you're trying, you right. know? And sometimes it might work. Sometimes you might get the Battlestar Galactica 2003 series.
2: And I think that, that maybe us as original series or... 2003 reboots or any of that kind of stuff I think that that us as fans of existing genre TV movies and stuff maybe we should be more receptive to reboots like say some 14 year old kid likes a new RoboCop movie that doesn't hurt your appreciation for the Verhoeven RoboCop
1: no and And maybe they'll go seek that out
2: exactly Maybe they'll go seek the original out. I am still of the opinion that if the JJ movies hadn't come out, we wouldn't have Star Trek on Netflix. No. I I don't think anybody would care. I don't think anybody would be clamoring to see it. I I guarantee that... uh, Look at First Time Trek. She she saw the reboot first, and then she went back and watched all the series based on that. There's tons of stories like that. Maybe we should be more... I mean, like, look at us. We're watching the original *Battlestar Galactica*. Would we have done that if we hadn't? No. If we, if the reboot hadn't come out, definitely. And it's not. still there. It's on Netflix in HD. A mm-hmm. guarantee that if it hadn't re- been rebooted, that they wouldn't have bothered to go back and remaster it in HD.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and, I mean. <laughs> I, I was I was at a movie theater uh, the day that um, RoboCop came out, and I saw these kids, and they were like three like thirteen year old kids, and they were all in line to see RoboCop, you know, and they're like three for RoboCop, and I'm like, oh man, you guys don't even know, you know, <laughs> if you guys were to watch the original, your minds would be blown. Because it would terrify you. It would. It yes. would give you nightmares
2: forever. That's what's rated R. It's on. like it's
1: it's NC seventeen is what it is. It's oh
2: yeah, the <laughs> NC seventeen cut.
1: Yeah, well, that movie gave me nightmares, literally. It it, it did. We we have talked about that elsewhere, but um. <laughs> and they made but, a
2: cartoon of it because yeah.
1: Because at least we don't do 80s. that anymore. Yeah. Why don't we do that anymore? We need to start that up again. But yeah, I, you know, um.
2: Saw the TV series. That'd be cool. <laughs> Would you like to play a game? <laughs> Let's play Jenga.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, because of that, I have no problem with reboots. And I'm not saying that all reboots are good, I'm not saying that all of them are bad. I, I think that it's, uh you got to take it on a case-by-case basis. And sometimes it's done for stupid reasons, but sometimes it's done for really good reasons, and uh, you just never know until you see it.
2: Even if it's stupid, they're bringing the franchise that you care about back. Yeah. Even if it's in a new form, that means more people will be interested in the original forms, the forms you like, and they'll get remastered and re-released. I mean, you know, we've got new effects for the original series and half of next generation at this point now yeah. you know they're they're going back and taking care of these things the things that you care about already and and maybe we should i'm still i'm still not 100 percent on a galactica re-reboot because it's so recent like mm-hmm. they can't really go back and you know oh, we'll redo the no we'll remas no <laughs> we'll, we'll re-release no no <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, and, and we'll get into that in just a second. But one one just last thing to sort of touch on there is in the defense of people who are um, opposed to reboots, the one argument which I can see, which, you know, I'll, I'll concede, is that there are some people who perhaps would want to see a different version of something. Like maybe, like, well, in Star Trek, there's a lot of people like this who... They don't want to see the JJ verse because they want to see a continuation of the Prime universe. And if they're making JJ verse movies, then they're not going to be making Prime universe movies. And I can see being upset about that. I can not see why people are upset about that, but I can see why. Like, I understand their upsetness. <laughs> Even if I don't agree with them being upset about that. Right. Does that make any sense? Okay.
2: Their upsetation.
1: Yes. But now, moving on to this new reboot, um, this movie. Now, uh, I don't know whether or not Brian Singer is still attached, but at one point Wait, he what? was. Oh. Well, Brian, yeah, Brian Singer has has been attached to direct this movie. And now it's being written by. Jack Paglin, who, I mean, by the time this is released, we'll know, but as of the time that we're recording this, we don't know whether or not that's a good thing, because the one thing that he's written is Transcendence. However, if you're making what seems to be a semi-hard sci-fi movie for the likes of Christopher Nolan... And you've got people like Johnny Depp and Morgan Freeman signing on to be in your semi-hard sci-fi movie, then I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that this is a good choice for a person to write a Battlestar Galactica reboot.
2: Well, it's it's definitely better than two people whose scripts no one has read. You know.
1: Well, I'm not <laughs> not necessarily sure about that, but you know, we shall see. Um but uh, Brian singer's involvement, Jack Paglin's involvement, maybe maybe um these are these are positive things to me. you know, Brian Singer has made some awesome movies right you know? and it's
2: not' I'm, you're gonna just, it's not like you know uh, we've got uh, Kurtzman or she and Michael Bay uh, you know redoing this reboot. Which Which you, you you like? I like
1: that movie. Yes, I like Michael Bay and I like Kurtzman and Orsi.
2: I mean, Kurtzman and Orsi are fine. I'm just like, you know, the people who brought you Transformers presents, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Battlestar Galactica. The Galactica transforms into a giant robot and punches the Cylon ship. I don't know.
1: Which would be awesome! Come which on, you're would, telling me you wouldn't watch that would movie? Totally I'd be awesome. like, "Oh my god, look what they did!" <laughs>
2: did they ever make Transformers, Battlestar Transformers, like they did with the Star Wars Transformers?
1: I don't think so. No. Oh
2: man, I'd buy those. A, yeah. a, a Galactica that changes into a Dama? There you oh, go. Man, I gotta, I gotta write that down.
1: Yep. But. The one thing, okay, so, so Brian Singer's solid. You know, everyone loves Brian Singer. You know, Paglin looks okay. The one thing which I'm skeptical about is the fact that they have said A, this is not a reboot of the Ron Moore Battlestar Galactica, it's a reboot of the original series. Okay. And B, Glenn A. Larson is involved with the process.
2: He's finally got his hands back on it, huh?
1: hmm. That.
2: For, for those who don't know, Glenn Larson has been trying to reboot Galactica since the dawn of Galactica.
1: Yeah, since before. <laughs> since Galactica since before,
2: 1980.
1: All of this has happened before, and all of this will happen again. Glenn Larson is trying to reboot Battlestar Galactica. I mean, once and if again. it's
2: his baby, that's fine. That'd be like if Roddenberry was still alive, and yeah. he's just like, no, 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 I don't like this JJ verse. Let's, you know, let me redo it again.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, you know, in in the cosmic scheme of things, uh, I have to say that fair is fair, and uh, he's already had it ripped away from him and turned into something which he hates once, so uh, now it's his turn, and, you know, as far as creator rights are concerned and everything like that, from a moral perspective, I think that he has more of a right to reboot Battlestar Galactica than anyone else. However... I think that his involvement in Battlestar Galactica um, goes a long way to uh, um, uh, making me think that it's not going to be good.
2: I have a feeling it's going to be like, maybe it's going to be like TNG season one.
1: <laughs> yes, I could see that.
2: You know, where it's just kind of a continuation of the original series. Sure, it's got better effects and, you know, more modern sound and look, but... It's pretty much just scripts that we didn't get to film in
1: 1980. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. we're gonna have Boxy back in there and everything like that. Oh, I
2: guarantee it.
1: What was his Daggett's name?
2: Doggett. No, Daggett. Daggett. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, Boxy was in the miniseries.
1: He was in the miniseries, I and I was like, But I'm somebody. watching it and I'm so like
2: oh no, I, I thought everybody didn't want kids on the... and then we never see him again. I'm like, oh, okay, I see how it goes.
1: Ron Moore. You gotta try this stuff. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But do you have any final thoughts on uh, reboots, the Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica or otherwise?
2: Um, I, I will endeavor to be less critical at the announcement of reboots. That, that, that'll that be my little personal goal. If someone does announce that they're, you know, gonna remake or reboot Jaws, as long, I think, if you go back to the original source, maybe this new one with Glenn Larson is going to be genuine, and an actual caring, and not just a money grab. If someone were to take Peter Benchley's book and you know make a straight adaptation of it, by all means, go 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 ahead. Just don't make it aping the original one. And I think that that's something that all reboots should should go back as far as you can to the source and tell your own story with it, I think.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. And yeah, I, I I pretty much agree with that. You know, I I think there's nothing wrong with reboots. I think you know, there's so many things. I mean, this is something which I've always brought up and people always say it's different. I don't see the difference here. But if you look at, let's say, the AFI's list of the top 100 movies of all time, um, just the top 10, you know I mean, there are so many in those so many movies in, in that in that set which are based on other works, whether they're movies or books or whatever. And it's like you can take something and turn it into something else and make it good. I don't see where the line is between something which has already been a TV show and is now going to be another TV show, and something which was a novel and is now going to be a movie. Um, so you just never know. You know, it could be good, it could be bad, and a lot of it depends on you know what what this new thing is going to bring to the table. And uh, I'm willing to give everything the benefit of the doubt. So there you go. Sounds good to me. So, Drew, uh, where can people find you on the internet?
2: They can find me on Twitter at 005, D O U B L E O F I V E. They can find me on Trek FM, where I co host uh, Standard Orbit with you. And we talk about the original uh, Star Trek series and its reboot. And uh, you can find me on various other shows on Trek FM.
1: Yeah. And you can find me um, on Trek FM with Drew doing standard orbit, and then you can also find me on Trek FM doing commentary Trek Stars with uh, Max, uh, also of commentary Frack Stars fame. And then you can also find me and Max along with uh, our friend Brandon doing commentary Trek Stars off topic on commentarytrekstars.com, and also um, you can find. Uh, us on Twitter at comtrackstars or I think what is it at Frackstars? No,
2: there's com it's com frack stars. It it okay. fits in with the with the whole
1: Okay. So you can find us at comtrackstars or at Comfrackstars. Um I think we're supposed to end this thing by saying end of line.
2: Okay. By your command. End of Our... line
1: <laughs> So say we all. And,
2: fracking and, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, just use all of them
1: yeah what's the one about the gun and the cat
2: oh yeah. you know you better bring in the cat cause it's gonna rain or <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever we'll leave it at that